This is Pete Moore. I want to tell you about a company that is going to change the entire recruiting in the Halo sector. The company's called GamePlan. We are GamePlan.com. What they do is they connect employer brands with D1, D2, D3 athletes across the country. They power the software that allows these employers to get in front of tens of thousands of athletes. If you watch the NCAA tournament, the hustle, grit, preparation, determination, and absolute desire to win embodies every athlete out there. Now you're gonna be able to put your brand in front of those athletes, start to get them to understand after their college career, they can get into the halo sector, go work at a studio, a health club, fitness equipment company, supplements, anything related to this industry, they can now parlay those skills and bring it into the sports and fitness industry that we are going to have the best athletes become the best employees and create the best companies. And that is the future of Halo. One, two, three, Halo. We are gameplan.com. Check it out. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC, bringing in Mary Milky, who's been in the hot seat of In Touch for 90 days, coming up to her 100 day plan. And the company's brought in some new capital and is going to basically relaunch the business into the Halo sector. So you've got a uh, you've got an interesting growth plan coming together here. So uh, tell us, you know, what motivated you to take this position as a CEO and you know, where do you see InTouch going? Well, so InTouch has been in our family for a few years now and um, I've always been, it's always been near and dear to my heart. Being in the, I've been on the CMS side for um, about the last 15, 16 years on the vendor CMS side, owned and operated health clubs before that. Um, working my way through almost every position in a club. So in touch was, has always been really interesting to me. Um, and I've been super interested in, in, uh, seeing how they progress because they were really one of the first, I think, to touch this, um, and go grow pretty quickly, um, as they did. So now we're reaching into, as we secured, um, additional investment, we are branching out into other areas of the business. So for me, it's really exciting because we're branching out onto the consulting side and also call center slash uh, resource side for clubs as well, where they're really struggling right now. So our plan is to get different legs within the industry to help clients overall and not just on the technology part. Interesting. So when you kind of take a look at where InTouch was originally, um, you know, one of the pioneers in, in the space, you know, picking up some key accounts. Does that key account allow you, the, the, does the key accounts allow you to now do the consulting or is it kind of like a new, you know, business idea? It actually is a new business idea. So they started it um, last year and we started really small. So now uh, we have branched out into, growing it into smaller and larger clients. So we we have gone through some stumbling blocks with COVID as everybody has. And the first thing that people do is look at their expenses and see um, what they need to freeze or or cut. Um, And we really felt that like everybody else did. 
And we knew that the consulting side and the resource side is what we really needed to help clubs with on top of InTouch. And we're able to do that based on what InTouch does, right? So with um, lead generation and retention with members. So it, it just kind of was a good marriage for both. So we have managed, which is consulting, the sales training and accountability. Uh, we just also introduced Manage Studio, which is a, uh, a lighter manage for boutiques and for studios. We also launched that on the drive side as well. Gotcha. So I always like this um, bar rescue when the guy comes in and he basically says, hey, I'm going to basically turn this into a profitable you know, restaurant or bar and kind of goes in and breaks a lot of things and then puts it back together. Um, is there, is there an element here of, I look at your data, I can quickly diagnose where the issues are and you've got a playbook on fixing that. And does that include drop shipping people in to manage the location or are you basically giving someone a roadmap to, to do it on their own or hybrid? So a little bit of both. So we do, we give a roadmap to do it. Um, and then we meet with them uh, at a fixed amount of times per week or per month, right? So holding the staff and management accountable. We also do do hiring for them as well. Um, it depends on what they, it's kind of an a la carte in some cases of where they want to put their resources. Um, so many clubs are so tight in resources right now, monetarily and people-wise. Um, so we try to fill the gaps in for them to help them um, you know, increase their revenue, increase their bottom line. And a lot of that is the sales training and holding them accountable and teaching them how to bring new leads in, but also closing those leads because so many people have new staff right now or are very light on staff. And it's very hybrid right now, right? We have, um, we have front desk people doing sales and if they're not trained properly, that doesn't end very well usually. Right. Is there a narrative that maybe has been lost in the industry of, you know, we, we get you results, you know, there used to be a body transformation. I feel like a lot of the narratives have kind of changed into, you know, we've got all these different amenities um, and you kind of lose sight of what the reasons are for people to join. Have you kind of, you know, gone through and said, Hey, let's get back to the basics. Like, what do you really, what's your special sauce or what's the DNA of this company? Are you kind of, do you kind of start with who you, you know, who, what's your why, and then kind of take it from there? Absolutely. What's your why and who's your target market, right? But I think we also help the clubs discover how they can incorporate not just um, working out for physical, but also for mental health as well, which I think is a huge message right now. Um, it's out there. Any social media, it's all about mental health. Um, which also includes, you know, reasons of the great resignation as well. So I think it's incorporating that in and how we can help them tie that all in. Um, and also with the studies with COVID showing that, if, you know, hopefully if you're active and healthier, that um, perhaps COVID won't be as much of a strain, perhaps, yeah. on your body. I think the CDC had um, underlying conditions and then they took it down. Uh, for some reason, but, uh, and then there yeah. was a fast casual food chain that, uh, before COVID was going to increase the room between the tables and the, and the seats of their booths to accommodate, you know, 
people that are deconditioned. I don't think that's the answer um, to, to right. solve some of our problems here. You know, when you take a look at pricing in the industry, um, I was having a conversation last week with someone who said that he pays $485 a month for each of his kids to go to gymnastics. Um, and then we've got a, you know, health club chain that's at, you know, 19 bucks a month or a studio that's unlimited at, at 149. How is, is there a fear of a lot of groups that come in and say, Hey, help me. And you say, look, if we actually raise the price here, like that's actually going to save the business and you just have to get the narrative around the value that you're providing. Or do you think people are so scared about outpricing the competition and not being able to deliver the results or the differentiation that you can't do it. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question because I have said this for years being, in, I've been in the industry for about 30 years and I've said, you know, it's a race to the bottom as far as price goes, a race to zero. And I, I just feel like we've really hurt ourselves sometimes um, and we need to respect our business to be able to charge the price that is uh, the right price to charge, right? So um, I, people are afraid of competition. So why are we afraid of the competition, right? So take a look at why are we afraid of the maybe $19 a month down there, we're charging 39. So why are we afraid that we're gonna lose people? So if we are focusing on um, our customer service and helping people get results and offering people things that they need within their own goals. Um, I, I just think that's a better value and better option um, than going into a club that there's no handholding at all. So we need to, we need to up our game and, and be able to say, Hey, this is why we charge $59 a month or whatever it is. And we're going to help you through this. And these are all the things that we have that's going to, these are all the tools in our toolbox and that we're going to give to you as opposed to just coming in and going on the treadmill for 30 minutes. But I do think there's stepping stones, right? I do think there's stepping stones. People that wouldn't normally go into a club because they're intimidated may go in for that, you know, for that lower price just to get in there maybe once or twice and then have a stepping stone to going to get a personal training trainer someplace. Gotcha. You know, one of the deals that we worked on was with orange theory down in Texas, and there was a brand study done on the members. And it turned out that 45% of the members of orange theory also had a health club membership. So do you think maybe going forward, these groups kind of have some kind of co-mark, you know, co-op marketing where, you know, the studio could maybe partner with an EOS or fitness connection instead of basically like running down separate lanes, because a lot of these boutique studios, you know, want to say, okay, you've got an eight pack or you got a 10 pack, you know, you're not going to come here every day. Um, and that's how the membership works. And then LA fitness just did a deal with exponential where exponential franchisees could go in and, and basically sublet uh, some group exercise rooms inside of an LA. So LA kind of looked at it and said, okay, how do I get these people that are in the boutique space that have an affinity towards these brands? And they have to go through my location to get there and they're not going to go every day. So I haven't seen proof of that yet, but, you know, given that everyone was 
holding each other's hand in this industry during COVID, you know, maybe that's the impetus to say, hey, let's all work together, expand the number of members, but also give people options instead of, you know, why you should only join an Orange Theory. Let's say, hey, Orange Theory, we could also, you know, we could, we could sell you a membership to EOS or one of these other groups, you know, because you want to do things more than just Orange Theory as an idea. We have, we all have so much to offer that I think partnering is everybody's going to win. It's going to be a win-win for everybody. Um, and I also think that, you know, something like Orange Theory or a boutique, so you have your personalized workout. And then with the other clubs, you have your socialization and further mental health um, with associating with people, right? And socializing with people. So I really think there needs to be a marriage in that. I think there's huge opportunity in that. Yeah. Um, what have you seen on people either joining like a Rex Roundtable or, you know, a local alliance? Um, you know, from, from the data side, you know, you're probably providing data to these people um, so they can benchmark how they're doing, you know, through this recovery period. How has InTouch, you know, provided that data in addition to providing the consulting and, you know, maybe a, a couple of success stories, if you will, even though it's early days? Yeah, so the data that people are now looking at and requiring is changing. So it might be data that we've always been able to get for clubs, but they weren't necessarily looking at it. So it's it's making us become sharper as a company as well, because um, during this time, I, I think people are saying, okay, this is this right now is so important and going forward and how we have to evolve as the fit as our club or the fitness industry that we need this information from in touch or whoever it is or from your cms or whoever um so it's it's making us become sharper in what we offer and the changes that we're making in the background as well so that can be very stressful in a, in a way because we need it right away but it also i think is a healthy ask from clubs to keep us on our on our toes and to be sharper and to be you know on top with what the with what our competitors and other technology companies are offering out there right now as well so you know with the with the numbers we are looking at um we just uh retained a a, a large group recently and the numbers that they're looking at are where we were able to build off from what they've asked us for, for the smaller clubs too. We're finding that they're all looking for the same numbers. So I would say in the success stories is that we're able to use what these franchises are looking for, which are super important numbers because layers of people that need numbers. Um, we're able to bring those reports or those uh, accountability numbers to our consulting clients and say, this is, these are the numbers also that other people are looking at. So let's take a look at those. And this is why we do that. And this is how it's going to help you to get to from point A to point B. Gotcha. So it's really made us a uh, stronger in the background. Gotcha. Well, one question I have, um, do you ever walk into a studio, walk into a club, look at their PL and say, Man, your rent is way too high. Your location is never going to be a good location. Shut it down. Just like use COVID as like a an exit ramp that's an elegant exit ramp. You know, does that has that happened? Because I feel like 
in clubs that I've seen that are distressed or studios before COVID, you know, you think, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, this is going to make a half million dollars. And it usually doesn't because there's some other factors that maybe are not people related. You know, they're just like, there's a change in the traffic patterns. There's yeah. a change in the territory. Um, so how do you, how do you look at that and say, you know, everything can't be fixed? Yeah. Um, because the management part is so pretty new, we're um, we haven't had a lot of that until just recently where we've had some clubs that we've been working with for maybe a couple of months that we, we work on how, you know, their processes, their best business practices, um, look at their PL, go through everything with them. And then really, uh, be transparent with them and say, so what are you thinking about? Where can you, where can you increase revenue? Where can you decrease expenses? Um, where, how can we make it so that you don't have to go into your personal savings, right? So what can we do? These are the things we suggest. And then we let them really provide the rest of the narrative from there. And so that we allow them to make the, uh, we may in the background, background be going, oh my gosh, this is just not a good business deal that we're seeing now. Right. But we let them decide based on the information that we discuss with them and give to them. Gotcha. Um, that's a difficult one. And, you know, as you know, there's, there's people that go into the fitness business or they did for years that were, you know, got laid off, retired, what they worked out and they're like, I'm going to open a gym because that's easy. It's not right. easy. It's one of the toughest businesses, I think. Gotcha. That's that's good commentary. Um, so when you take a look at InTouch now, and you you you're kind of leading with the the consulting side, which you know a lot of people in this industry want to help their clients. You know whether it's a paid consulting or just give them intelligence. Um, you know Sal Pellegrino is probably you know one of the masters of that. Um, yeah. yeah. You know. Where, where does InTouch fit in the in the ecosystem, and what's the ideal uh, client going forward? So we're working with a lot of clients right now that are on the hybrid model. So it's a, they don't necessarily have a sales team, or their sales team is doing multiple jobs within the club. So right now, our ideal model is to help the clubs that are hybrid, that are low on resources. Um, a lot of clubs that we have have decided to go away from the sales team altogether and that just let the, um, the managers and the front desk do the selling. So mm -hmm. we're working with a lot of clubs to be able to help them manage and maneuver um, that uh, and teaching and training the front desk how to be sales and sale and and front desk at the same time. That's a tough, that's yeah. a tough ask because we all know that it gets really busy. Things fall through the cracks, and it's going to be you know follow up phone calls. It's going to be lead generation. So it those are the those are the main types of clubs that we're working with right now that need a lot of help. Gotcha. So congrats on the new position. Do you have any uh, business quotes or personal quotes you'd like to share with us or motivational? Um, oh, wow. We put I, people on the spot. You're not the first person. We put 320 people <laughs> on the spot, so 321. 
you know what? I think, you know, I'm just going to say this from the heart. It's not a quote, but um, I just have a passion for what you're doing and you will be, and you'll be successful. I always use that in sales. If if you have a passion about what you're selling, you're going to be just fine. Great. All right. So hit up Mary Milky if you need help. If you want to grow your business, if you have some questions on what to do next in the new InTouch playbook, and uh, we'll check in with you uh, at URSA in person and uh, see uh, see how things are going. So congrats on the investment that came in and, uh, you know, kind of the, the, the reset of the business model here, which is definitely where their frustrations and demand. So absolutely. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Good to see you. Bye. Bye.